Welcome everyone back to the Roto Sharks NBA podcast. Uh, we're going to be doing the 1029 slate, uh, Friday slate. Uh, with me today, I have Dylan, our GPP expert, and Ryan, our cash game expert. Um, today was a little depressing with Luka Doncic, guys. Uh, did you want to talk about today's slate at all? No. <laughs> oh, I will. I think I'm going to cash unless somehow Draymond Green drops 40 points in the second half, which I doubt. Um, I don't see that happening at all because he doesn't score the basketball. So unless he gets about 20 rebounds, even that, he won't hit it. So I think I cashed pretty pretty well today, even with um, Luca. But in cash, Luca was 90%, so it didn't really hurt. Um, but, you know, today's slate, we had – I had a take yesterday saying Killian Hayes would hit 6X. It's a lock for that on the podcast, and he hit, went for 6.9X. Um, and before people say, oh, he got his work in the fourth quarter, he's so lucky – the team could not shoot. He should have hit fucking 10x today. So I don't want to hear it. Um, he was more unlucky than lucky. So I'll just leave that there. Um, but yeah, today's slate was epic to say the least. Over under three times he goes 6.9x. Oh, it's probably under now because, you know, the best player in the NBA is coming back um, on Saturday. So might be a little early for that take. No, I'm not. I don't care. He's going to be a win rookie of the year, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't think we have any. Even if he'd been playing from the beginning, I don't think we have anybody that's clear-cut rookie of the year yet. It's not like last year where we have guys straight out of the gate doing fantastic. Well, LaMelo and Edwards didn't really do anything out of the gate. LaMelo wasn't even starting until, like, January. No, but he was doing really good off the bench. He had a triple-double off the bench. Yeah, you're going to see Cade Cunningham get a couple triple-doubles here. He's a big triple-double guy. So, anyway, let's talk about the slate. Enough about the rookies and shit. But my boy Josh Giddy, I think he finished his second rookie of the year voting. Just leave that out there. I would say him and Mitchell are the favorites right now. Over Scotty Barnes and um, even uh, what's-his-face? Um, Franz Wagner. Yeah, I mean, Franz has been starting, but I do just because the defensive impact he's made on the Kings. The Kings are a trash team when it comes to defense, and he's actually up to their game a little bit. I think Franz is over him, just for me personally. Um, Just because rookie of the year is never really about wins and losses. Um, But you're right. Don't mind it. So, yeah. But anyway, let's talk about the slate. Size, who do we got first? Well, I just want to touch on the rookie of the year part. Uh, I think you guys are forgetting Chris uh, Duarte, Evan Mobley. There's oh, some good rookies this year. Duarte's not going to hey, shit anymore. I'm going to ta- tell you, according to uh, the Kia rookie leader, it's Chris Duarte and Scotty Barnes after the first week. I'm just saying. Well, it's the first week. I don't give two shits. Kid Cunningham didn't play that first week. So I don't well, care about this Kia rookie of the year ladder. You got, not on you, you got, you got, you have to play, be eligible, Ryan. Yeah, and I, and fine, he'll play. Just like Lamelo won it last year, and he missed like two months. So I'm not worried about it at all. Um, missing four games, I don't care. Um, and anyway, Chris Duarte, not going to go way down with Levert back now. So we'll see. We'll definitely see. Um. So we'll get into the slate. I'm happy that Detroit's not on this slate. Uh, but the first game of the slate is the Orlando Magic going to Toronto Raptors. 
Right now, the over and under is 210. And My favorite play. Your favorite play is on this one? It is. And the Toronto Raptors are favored by eight right now. Uh, we'll let you go first with uh, Orlando, right? Yeah. Um, He's just priced so wrong, and they're just doing him dirty, and that's Jalen Suggs. Um, he didn't shoot well the last couple of games. Um, his usage is still there. Um, he's We've seen him hit 40 fan duel points already. And like Scotty Barnes, we've, we saw Scotty Barnes um, hit that 20 fan duel point a lot, just like Jalen Suggs. Um, at 4,600, Jalen Suggs, the usage is there. Um, he's getting the rebounds, assists. He's, he's gotten a couple steals and blocks, too, uh, these last couple of games. And you got to remember, Toronto passed on Suggs. Everyone expected the Raptors to draft Suggs. And their mock drafts, and they wowed everyone taking Scotty Barnes. Um, so Jalen Suggs definitely thought he was going to Toronto. Um, so he definitely wants to uh, show out tomorrow. Um, and Cole Anthony never has two games, two good games in a row. Um, so shooting the ball, like taking shots. So he'll die down again tomorrow, shooting the ball. So Suggs, I think, has a great game tomorrow. Um, he's been playing the most minutes on the team, too. So he's blowout proof. Um, and you know me, I love narratives. Um, so give me Jalen Suggs tomorrow at 4,600 all day. He is going to be going off. He's going to be taking a shit ton of shots. Um, I think he hits 6x easy tomorrow for sure. I don't mind it. Uh, I'm not super high on Suggs tomorrow like you are, but I don't mind it. I can get behind the narrative. And, I mean, honestly, if I was going to play on anybody on this team right now, I think he'd be about it. Yeah. Sure. Jalen Suggs is 100% going to be in my lineup unless he breaks his arm in, like, a car accident or something tomorrow and going to the game. I don't know. That's probably the only way he will not end up in my lineup. But, but Jesus Christ. Right? Wow. What? It's a car crash, breaks his leg. I mean, yeah, that's Jesus. I know it's Halloween coming up, but Jesus, dude, you gotta be so crazy with that. I was just saying that's the only way he won't. End up I wasn't saying I hope he goes and does it. I don't want him to because he's a lock. I love Jalen Suggs tomorrow. He's gonna fucking go off. Six X, easy, like lock it in. That fucking your whole house on it. How do you feel about Suggs in a car wreck size? <laughs> well, I hope that doesn't You guys are so it. taking my words to the next level here. It was not that news. That is crazy. That's the only way I'm not playing is if he gets hurt, basically. No, we're not saying that. that you want him to get hurt. We're just saying you took a really dark turn. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know what to say. I didn't know what, like, oh... What was I supposed to say? Falling on the steps at home? Okay. You could have just said, unless he gets ruled out for whatever reason. Well, you know what? I had, I don't know. I didn't think about it like that. So. I, I like size as go-to. Paternity leave. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, he could have got paternity leave or something. Had a child out there. I, I think there is, I think there is one more guy you could take off the Magic just because he's so cheap. It's Terrence Ross. He finally did something this last game. He had 18 points. Uh, and he's only 4,200. Um, he's that's so the only other. Oh, he's very scoring dependent, but if he's getting 30 minutes like he did last game, you know, I'm, I wouldn't mind taking a stab at him for 4,200. But even Suggs if he's at getting 20 minutes. is definitely a better play. Suggs, yeah, Suggs even, at 4,600, playing 37 minutes a game, taking 10-plus shots. He gets way more peripherals. Exactly. Yes. 
and the narrative. It's the biggest one. It's probably the one we, the best narrative we haven't addressed. Everyone, and including Suggs, thought he was going to Toronto, and now it seems in Toronto. Like, just it, it's all lining up. Go ahead, Dylan. You're gonna say something. I was gonna say even if Terrence Ross is gets 20 minutes like he did against Miami. He's a decent play, but I mean, if you play him, you have to know that his floor is literally zero. True. So, I mean, his ceiling somewhere around 40 and his floor is zero. He is the most, one of the most GPP plays you could have. Right. I don't mind taking shots on Wendell Carter either. His usage has been off the charts lately. Taking about 15 shots a game, he's going to get you the 10 boards every game. Um, at 6,100, I'd rather play him than Bamba just because lately um, he's been doing more offensively than Bamba. Um, so, but yeah. The only thing that scares me off of most of the Orlando guys is that Toronto has been playing very good defensively and they're playing it. At this moment, the third slowest pace in the league. Yeah, right. for sure. That's why I like um, Suggs. You know, you don't need a fast-paced game for a 4,600 player. You don't need him to, you know, get 30 points to hit value like you do for the rest of these guys, basically. So um, he'll hit 30 game to a point easy tomorrow. Um, Suggs will, so. Um, yeah, the, yeah, there's a reason why the game is 210. I mean, both these teams pay at, play at a slow pace. Or, well, slower than the average, you know, of the league. Personally, I think uh, I think I'm a little bit higher on playing guys from the other side because they're in a little bit of a pace up, and uh, the defense from Orlando has been non-existent. It is, but I don't so, like. I mean, we'll, we'll go. You can go ahead and talk about it, but yeah. I mean, personally, I think you can take shots on everybody in the starting lineup, pretty much. But I think my favorite guy at this moment is the cheapest guy. I like Gary Trent. I think you can pair Suggs and Trent for your uh, value on this slate and be pretty happy with the outcome. For sure. Um, I'm an idiot. So if any of you heard me like say, I don't for a second, I was looking at the box score the last game and I was about to say the Hornets. That's what I was referring to. So sorry everyone for my miscommunication. I do like Raptors for sure. Um, one guy I don't like anymore is Precious Achuya. Um, he's getting up there in price, and lately he's just been a cardio guy. When he's been out running with the starters, he hasn't really done much. He got basically all his peripherals and points in the fourth quarter. Um, he was basically just out there running cardio, never touched the ball, wasn't getting rebounds. So Does it um, matter if he's the points? Yeah, but he's also playing the lowest minutes, basically, out of all the starters. They're really starting to I know, but we just heard, Kendrick. like, a 20-minute talk about how it didn't matter that Killian Hayes got his, all his points in the fourth quarter. But the now. difference is Killian's the one running the ball, and he also was – he like I said, he was getting should have had, like, 15 assists in the first half. So he didn't do everything in the first – there's a whole difference here. Killian should have had the points. It wasn't – he was just running, standing in the corner, not touching the basketball, and just running back and forth. There's a totally difference here with Precious and uh, and actually Killian got a lot of his points in the third quarter too. He had eight FanDuel points in the third quarter and then ended up getting thirteen in the fourth. So you can't say you got everything in the fourth. But we don't we're not talking about I, I personally 
I mean, I personally, I don't mind Precious, but I actually wasn't on him for tomorrow. I don't think his minutes are going very well with Bamba. When they're bringing, I mean, his minutes are still fine. I don't know. If he played fifty one hundred, there's better plays to play that than playing a guy who's playing twenty eight minutes. And also in the starting lineup, he's got you know the likes of OG, Scotty, Van Vliet, Trent, all taking ten plus shots. So, or really all basically taking fourteen plus shots every game. So. It takes him out of the mix when he's in the starting lineup. So, um, yeah. I think you could take OG and Scotty Barnes in this lineup. We just saw Gordon Hayward and um, Miles Bridges light this Orlando team up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I definitely don't mind it. But uh, there's uh, probably other payups on the slate that I'm going to want. I don't think OG is going to repeat a 43 or 50. No, and he honestly, on his fucking points. He's hit. He's hit his value the last three games. Uh, last two games, he smashed his value. Uh, what is he seventy two hundred? I think is what I saw. But uh, yeah, OG. I think you know he he got he got twenty five real life points. He got five steals, obviously. But I think he could do more on the rebounding and um, assists too. But oh, he if, if, if it was one or the two, I'm taking Scotty Barnes all day. Because he's cheaper by like eleven hundred. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind taking shots on just about any of these Toronto starters. I don't mind a Fred Van Fleet. I don't mind an OG. But there, there's a lot of guys on this slate that I think uh, the GPPs at least have much higher ceilings in their matchups tomorrow that I really, really like. Now, um, I mean, was there anything else on this uh, game that you guys liked? I don't. Really, I don't feel yeah. comfortable really targeting anybody off of uh, Toronto bench. There's certain yeah. bench guys that you can target, but I don't feel like Toronto has any of them. Maybe at some point in the season, a Goran Dragic will be playable, but it's not yet. For sure. Yeah, uh, just looking through here, even a Svi, if a guy like Svi was playing 20 minutes at 3,800, I'd like him, but unless they blow out, it blows out, I don't see that happening. Sure. Well, then, moving on to uh, one of the probably most interesting games tomorrow, uh, which we're uh, still going to have to wait on some news for this game, I think. Um, it's going to be the Indiana Pacers and the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, right now, there's uh, the over and under is 223.5. Uh, Brooklyn's favored by 8.5. We've already got Brogdon's ruled out. Um, I think Karis LeVert's still questionable for tomorrow. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So, obviously, TJ McConnell's going to go up to the uh, starting lineup for Brogdon. So, with that said, Dylan, what do you like? Well, I'll say that uh, last year, whenever Brogdon was out, they actually generally didn't start T.J. McConnell. They really like having him off the bench, so I I, I wouldn't put it. Well, I wouldn't Karis be surprised if too. like if Karis LeVert don't play, you would assume McConnell's going to be Kar- starting lineup. No, if LeVert plays, I'd assume LeVert takes Brogdon's spot. But if uh, LeVert doesn't play, I would assume Wanamaker starts and McConnell still keeps the bench roll with more minutes. 
the two Which, did uh, play the same amount of minutes last game, Wanamaker and McConnell. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, that's what they did last year. They would uh, move Aaron Holiday up into the starting lineup and keep TJ off the bench. I'm not going to lie, just looking at it, I would much rather play Brad Wanamaker than TJ McConnell tomorrow. I don't mind taking shots on either of them. TJ's a high upside guy. I mean, he had a rough game against uh, Brooklyn, or against Toronto, but uh, he's a really high upside guy. And Brogdon still played 20 minutes last game, so I, I could see them both getting 10 more minutes. For sure. And I, I just, the only reason I'm saying that, guys, is because Wanamaker, you know, they do pricing before all this injury news came out, and Wanamaker's only 3,800, so. That's why yeah. I like Wanamaker tomorrow. Um, I mean, honestly, I think you could play both of them. Yeah, except there's other guys. I don't want to play on a big slate, you know, a bunch of Pacers. But if it no, fits, right it now, fits. yeah, I mean, right now I have two in my first Same. look lineup. So do I. But I mean, it's against Brooklyn. You're getting the guy who's been probably the most consistent guy on the team in Brogdon. Getting taken out. So, I mean, I don't mind targeting anybody in the starting lineup. I don't even mind a Justin Holiday tomorrow. But I, I think, I, I think the biggest lock tomorrow is Miles Turner. It is. It, it truly is. Yeah. I mean, we could see Turner go absolutely bonkers. We could see him repeat what he did in Washington earlier this year. Yeah, Brooklyn doesn't doesn't have anyone that's going to get him in foul trouble unless Katie just dives to the paint every twenty seconds. Um, so and when when Turner's out there for twenty five plus minutes, you're going to get a great um, score for him. And only fifty seven hundred, uh, it shouldn't be too hard for him to hit value, um, especially with how bad Brooklyn is to centers. Yeah, and I will say I don't know what's been up with Sabonis, but seeing him at that ninety three hundred price tag is extremely tempting. It really is. He is almost always a 10K player, if not much closer to it. I mean, he only took, last time I checked against Toronto, he took like four shots. Yep. That's four. such a big outlier. It's ridiculous. It, it really is. So, I mean, don't don't look at Sabonis' box score and be afraid to play him. Yeah. Especially if Brogdon and Levert are both out. For sure. And another guy I think we at least have to mention and maybe look at is uh, O'Shea Brissett. Dude's been playing since his, since Miles Turner first got in foul trouble this year. Dude's been playing a consistent 20 minutes minimum. Yeah, he's just not doing much, which is the scary part, but he does have upside. He has a lot of upside. We saw it last year. In 20 minutes, he could smash a 4,100 price tag against this Brooklyn team. Absolutely. And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Sizemore's favorite pacer, Jeremy Lamb. I think you'd probably target him tomorrow, too. He'll get more minutes coming off the bench if Brogdon and Levert are both out, and he's only 3,700. Yeah, he's one of my favorite values. And, yeah, he should definitely see an increase in minutes uh, tomorrow as well, just because of uh, everything that's happening. I think – I know. I know. Uh, the last game was basically it, it was a blowout, right? I thought damn near close to it. Yeah. No. Um. Like. 
I was going to say, the Pacers got closer at one point. Yeah, I don't know if it was like towards the end that they got end up coming back or whatever. But I think um, Isaiah Jackson's out too tomorrow, which is really weird that he got to play. He got 10 minutes um, last game, but he hasn't really played all season. So I found that a little weird about the rotation that last game. That's why I was wondering if it was a blowout. Like, I didn't watch any of this game, but, I mean, Isaiah Jackson got 10 minutes. Yeah. A little weird. But he's out. But, uh, yeah, I always love Jeremy Lamb. 3,700. I mean, all he needs is, like, 18 points. He's hit He's hit that a lot this year. So, yeah, I don't mind the value. It. I don't mind it. You can definitely bring a lot of value for this team. Yeah, if if because uh, Jeremy Lamb got 16 minutes last game. If you see him get 20 minutes, he'll definitely hit that. Especially if McConnell gets more run with the uh, starters. Yeah. yeah. All right, Ryan, you want to take over for uh, the Nets from Brooklyn? Yeah, there's not much I like from this team. Um, you know, I've been a KD truther for a while now. Um. But I just don't see much upside with him tomorrow at basically 11K. Um, you don't need to pay up 11K for a guy. Um, he hasn't gone over 50 points since, since uh, October 22nd, which is a week ago tomorrow. So um, I do think this game stays close. Um, but he played 36-plus minutes in the last three games, played 34 against Washington, but I'll count that as 36. Um, he's hit 45 in all three, basically. So... I don't like him tomorrow only because he hasn't, um, you know, consistently been hitting value where, you know, he needs to. And he doesn't have much upside again tomorrow. Um, I think Harden's been doing more. Um, yeah, he's been taking less shots than usually. He's at down to 18. I think he was taking about 20 the first couple of games. Um, but I just, I don't know. I just don't see much with him tomorrow at 11K where you need to play him. I don't mind him, I guess. Um, but he's not as much of a lock because you need 55 FanDuel points out of him for value, and he hasn't. He's only hit that twice this year. Um, so I don't mind him, but I just think there's better plays and you know better values tomorrow, like at around the 8K, 9K range. I could hit the same amount of points as KD tomorrow. So that's where I'm at with KD. I don't mind taking shots on a guy like Joe Harris. Um, he is pretty cheap at only 4,500. He's been taking a shit ton of shots. And we know when Joe Harris is locked in, he's locked in. So you always got to take shots on him when he's cheap because he's taking 15 plus shots a game. So, um, you know, but he doesn't do anything else. So you got to make sure he hits all the points. Um, and the last guy I'll talk about is going to be Patty Mills. His price is getting down there at 4,300. Um, we've seen him hit. 25 plus in two games. Um, so he's kind of sucked in three of them, but the shots are there. You know, the assists are there. If he starts hitting his shots, um, he's going to be a great play at 4,300. I don't mind him at all tomorrow, especially, um, if he's going to be seeing, uh, Brad Wanamaker defense off the bench. So, um, yeah, I love Patty Mills tomorrow at 4,300. One of my favorite value plays on the slate. Yeah, I don't mind it. I don't mind a Bruce Brown either. Uh, for whatever reason, Bruce went from not playing at all to playing 30-plus minutes. So, 
Bruce Brown's a high upside guy. I don't mind him, and I don't mind KD tomorrow. I think KD will probably come in at lower ownership, and uh, with the way this Pacers team's been playing defense, uh, he could absolutely smash that price tag. And you would think the defense gets weaker without Brogdon. Yeah, absolutely. What I don't get about FanDuel is the fact that James Harden is still 9,800, where he's putting the same amount of points up as a Dame Lillard and Westbrook, and they're they was just 8,000. Like, Dame is still 8,400, but yet Westbrook is still, or not Westbrook, Harden's still 9,800. I mean, that's a joke, right? Oh, yeah, he hasn't even hit value for that price yet this year. That's what I'm saying. How is he still, like, he was he was 10,000 for a couple games, a couple slates, and he just dropped 200. Yeah, FanDuel has no clue what they're doing with pricing right now, apparently. Don't don't get me wrong. In this In this spot, you could take James Harden in a multi-large field GPP as, like, one of your lineups just in case he smashes for 70 points. But, I mean, I, I wouldn't take him in cash or anything at 90. I wouldn't put him in my number one lineup. Yeah, if you're only playing one or even a few lineups, I don't I don't think you can play Harden. I mean, he no, just no, no, no. it hasn't been there for him. I don't know what's going on with him. I don't know if it's because of the new foul rules. He's not drawing all the fouls that he used to or what it is, but he's just not there right now. He's probably missing seven, I would say probably five to seven points a game just from the free throw line. Oh, yeah, and that's more than that. He would go to the free throw line a shit ton. Maybe even, like, because you're saying I thought he averaged three, like 12 three trips to line. Well, yeah, it's only three trips to the line if you're saying five to seven points. I think he's missing about um, – because he only shot – he's only been shooting three free throws a game. He's usually shooting 15 to 12. So you're basically missing 10 points from him every game just from free throws. Yeah, not to mention that it, that very much messes up how he plays his game. He's got to play completely differently because he can't rely on that now. He's still playing great team basketball, but you're not going to see the old James Harden, the old scoring James Harden that you saw. I mean, he still has that nasty step back, but you're not going to be seeing 25 plus points a game from him. The good news is he's still getting the assists and rebounds. Exactly. He just needs to find out how to. Yeah, he just needs to find out offensively what he can do now instead of drawing those fouls and getting to the free throw line. Absolutely. He's still a phenomenal player. Absolutely. He'll figure it out. I think he just came in. Out of shape again. Yeah. That's possible. Anything else on this game? I mean, I mean, Claxton might be out again tomorrow. If Claxton's out again tomorrow, you can take small shots on a Blake Griffin or Lamarcus Aldridge. Really surprised that Aldridge only played 11 minutes against Miami, though. Yeah. Oh, looks like it's because uh, Millsap got a big minutes bump. So, I mean, if they're going to play Millsap, Griffin, and Aldridge all together, then I'd, I don't want any of them. Yeah. No kidding. I don't know, though. That could be because, you know, it was Miami. They really only had Bam. They don't have any other size besides Bam. So they split it. Um, but, you know, they're going to need size tomorrow um, with uh, – Sabonis and Turner, um, I doubt. You know, they're not big enough, obviously. But they're going to need to play two of them more. So I bet Bruce Brown sees a decrease in minutes a crap ton. Plus they, it's Bruce Brown and Joe Harris is going to get decrease in minutes. If they're going to have to guard Sabonis and Turner, they're not going to have Bruce Brown on one of them. Or, I mean, KD on one of them. 
I mean, they could, but KD, I mean, I guess I guess. I mean, they tried to have KD guard Giannis in the finals or in the playoffs. And, and, and we all saw that word. So, um, I wouldn't play Sabonis though, because Sabonis would probably be on KD. Um, and KD, you know, drives. I don't know. I just think Sabonis doesn't have. I, I don't know. I like Sabonis at that price tag, but I think you could see a Sabonis foul trouble game tomorrow. As much as I hate to say it. I don't, I don't know. I think I think it's more likely that Turner is the one that guards KD. Really? You think really? Sabonis is more athletic than Turner is. Sabonis There's is more athletic, no but I think they're going to use Turner no to try to keep it. Turner. There's no way they put Turner on KD. Turner, KD would just snap him. They'll probably put whoever starts at the small forward on KD, honestly, and put the other one on Bruce Brown. I doubt they let Turner guard KD. If Turner's on KD, then give me KD all day. KD's going to fucking go bonkers tomorrow if Miles Turner's on. The way Sabotis has been playing defense, I don't know. But it's better than Miles Turner. They know Miles Turner can get into foul trouble, and they don't want him in foul trouble. They're not going to go put him on Kevin Durant, the guy who's going to be taking all the shots. I don't think they care if he's in foul trouble, honestly. I think they try to use him to slow KD up and mess his rhythm up, even if he does get fouled. So don't want it. There's no way he does. He can't stay with KD. KD will just drive to the hoop every time. And they've been having Blake and them sitting in the corner, so Sabonis is just going to – they're not, they're not going to be able to help. It's just going to be three buckets for KD every time. They're going to need someone who can stay with KD, that like speed-wise. I definitely don't think it's also bonus tomorrow. I just don't think he does anything against KD, which is one of the reasons I like KD. I don't mind him, but we've seen KD in in, in two good matchups the last uh, two to three two, two out of three games. I mean, Miami, you know, it's a little harder matchup, but um, you know, he hasn't had value in those games. So that's the only thing that scares me. Because I mean, we saw him against Charlotte, who's been terrible to big men. They've been terrible defensively all year, Charlotte, and he didn't hit value. And then who else was there? Washington, who um, – Washington wasn't much of a blowout, was it? I could be wrong. No, it wasn't. I, I mean, KD's stepped up and do, done well in his two hardest matchups, Milwaukee and Philly. You think they're harder than um, fucking – Miami? Miami, Yeah. I don't know if Philly is, but I think Milwaukee is, yeah. Sure. Maybe not without Lopez, but they had Lopez that game. Miami is number one defensive team as of right now. In the first four games, obviously, that they played. I think in the long run that ends up being Milwaukee. Well, yeah, Milwaukee has not had Drew or Brolo, so... Yeah, and obviously, you know, they're ranked 23rd right now in defense. But honestly, Drew's missed. Uh, he missed a half a game, and then he missed, what, two games? Three games? <coughs> yeah, something like that. Bro, missed all but one, has he? Yeah. So, yeah, their defense definitely goes up with, I mean, just adding Drew Holiday adds a yeah. plus, plus on that team. All right, I think we covered that game. Uh, uh, the next game on the uh, on the slate is going to be the Charlotte Hornets going to uh, Miami Heat. 
And right now, uh, let's see if they got us. They don't have an over and under, but Miami is favored by six. We already got news that uh, P.J. Washington is doubtful, so most likely he's not going to play. And then um, what's a slate without Teddy Rozier being questionable at this early uh, stage? Uh, but, uh, Ryan, what do you like about the Hornets? There's not much. Um, you know, Miles Bridges, he's up to 8K now. He's been the best player for them so far this season. Um, but he re- he's only Tough a value matchup. there. He's only Yeah, he's only a value there. Actually, he said it three times. I don't know why I was thinking 45. Um, but – it is a tough matchup for him, and also he hasn't been doing much else. Um, he's been getting rebounds, which is good, but those are only one point. So you're going to need him to score fucking like 30 points. He's not getting you much assist. Um, he is doing stuff defensively, which I like, but against Miami, they've been in Jimmy Butler defense most likely. I just there's no way you can play Miles Bridges tomorrow 8K. I doubt even if, if Rozier's back. You know, I doubt he's going to be the guy. Um, dude, I, I doubt he scores 25-plus points tomorrow just because of the matchup. And, I don't know, I don't like Miles tomorrow. I don't like LaMelo because he hasn't been playing minutes. I don't know why. They're only playing him, like, 25 minutes a game. So, he's unplayable. I thought he got foul trouble. Well, even before, even the other games, his minutes haven't been there. You know, he's seen 26, over 30 28, minutes. 28, 32, yeah. 24. And most of those are close games, so. Yeah, the the worst one was because of foul trouble. I can't speak for Cleveland and Pacer games, but. Although the Pacers oh. game was really high-paced. That was an extremely high-paced game, so I could see them giving them a little more rest that game. Yeah. But, yeah, Orlando was definitely foul trouble. But even despite that, I still don't want him. Not against Miami. Not at all. What's crazy is this Miami defense can get better, too. It really can. I guess the one guy I don't mind tomorrow from this team um, is Kelly Oubre. I don't mind him at 5,300. You know, if Rozier's out, obviously. He's taking the shots. He sucked at shooting last game. He'll get you the lower peripherals, which he didn't last game. But um, I think Kelly Oubre is probably the only guy I would play from this team tomorrow. And that's only if Teddy's out. So... Yeah, you know, we've seen him hit value at that price um, three games, actually two, but almost hit it in the third. So I don't know. I don't I don't like much from this Hornets team pricing-wise and matchup-wise, but if I have to play one, it's Kelly Oubre. So. I agree with you. But Kelly Oubre, or you can take a few shots at Ish Smith again. If Rozier's out. Yeah. Um, that, that's about it for me. If you really wanted to, you could take a shot at Jalen McDan- McDaniels with uh, PJ being doubtful. Both of the games PJ's been out, he's played 22 minutes. So 4,500. Oh, I'm probably going to lose in cash right now. That's, that's unfortunate. Not, no, Dancy Melton's going off on a steal and block tangent right now. Actually, I don't know. He's only 20%, but a lot of people had him. But he's gotten like four steals and two blocks this this quarter or this second half. It's, it's nuts. Anthony Mountain is legit just going off defensively right now. Um, but anyway, yeah, continue. It's till Thursday. It is. It sucks we don't have anyone in the late game, but I think I think we can pull it through. 
it looks like the 20% people already passed the cash line. So it doesn't look like it's moving up with Melton anymore. So we're good. But, uh, yeah, well, that's about it for me. Take shots on guys. If Rozier's out and then if you want to take shots on McDaniels, you can, but I think there's better value than him. For sure. I don't like much from this morning's team. I think we all agree here. Yeah. Besides, you agree? Oh, yeah, 100%. Heat, uh, number one in defense. I mean, you guys know. You can look at all their starters. They're probably top ten in each of their categories. So, um, you can go ahead with the Heat. Do you like anything from the Heat, Dylan? I mean, yeah. This Charlotte team, like he said earlier, is pretty trash on defense. And they're generally a high-scoring team, so the Heat are going to have to do more than just play defense. I like a Duncan Robinson at 4,400. He's actually in my lineup right now. He's been, uh, he hasn't been that great the last couple games, but this could be a nice bounce back spot for him. I could see him getting somewhere around a 25, 30 Fando points. Um, obviously I don't mind a Jimmy Butler against this team. Nobody's going to guard Jimmy well. I don't mind a Bam. Actually, really like Jimmy and Bam both against uh, Brooklyn. I should have stuck with Jimmy over Bam. Jimmy went off against them. Uh, yeah, I had Lowry's probable at fifty nine hundred. I was gonna say Lowry's probable at fifty nine hundred. I don't mind Lowry with Lamelo defense at that price oh, at I, all. I love Lowry tomorrow. He's going up in minutes. He's taking more shots. You know, he's getting up to that 10-shot range, which is nice to see. But he's going to get you nine-plus assists. He's basically going to get you almost double-digit assists every game. And those assists are 1.5 points per. So if you see 15 FanDuel points from him just from assists, um, he's also going to get you rebounds. Um, you know, he can get you a couple steals, and then he'll score a nice amount of points. So at only 5,900, against, especially against the high-paced Charlotte defense, like Charlotte defense, or high-paced Charlotte team, you know, Lowry's a great play at that price. We've seen him basically hit value in two last two games. He hasn't, he didn't really hit it. Obviously, he needs about thirty. Um, but his minutes are going up. He's taking more shots. He's getting more involved. So I don't mind him. Um, like I said, I had Bam in my initial build, um, but he's probably not going to end up making my build just because of his price. I'd rather play other guys, and he's only hit value once at that price. You know, he gets you the points and rebounds, but that's about it. He's not going to get you blocked and steals. He's not going to get you assists. So you really need to get about 20 points and 20 rebounds, and that's just value. So there's not much upside with Bam at 8K. He's a great player, but you're going to need him to start getting more blocks and steals and even assists um, before you can start considering him at that price tag. Which, I mean, last year he was uh, he did a good job of getting blocks and steals. And even yeah, I think with the a little bit of PJ Tucker, you know, it takes a lot away from him in the defensive game because he's not just sitting in the paint. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, you can even take a shot at PJ Tucker if he plays thirty minutes again at thirty nine hundred. He's not a horrible play. You gotta look at Jimmy Butler, you know, but. I don't know. I, again, it's a high-paced team, so you could see a bunch of steals again from Butler. But he's had three-plus steals in the last three games. I don't know if that continues. Um, but if he gets you only one steal, he's not going to get you value. Um, I mean, he could, but it's going to be a lot harder than, you know, getting 
12 of your points from steals. So I don't mind Jimmy Butler tomorrow. He might end up in my lineup. He might not. I definitely have one piece of the seat team, whether that's a Tyler Harrow or, you know, a Jimmy Butler. I don't know what that's going to be yet. Um, but there would definitely be a heat player just because how high paced Charlotte plays, you're going to need a heat in this. Um, cause he will score a lot of points tomorrow. So that's why I'm on at least Duncan Robinson right now. When I have a game like this where it could be anybody that goes off, I like taking shots at the uh, cheapest guy. For sure. About you, size. Yeah. Um, I know you mentioned Tyler Hero, but at 6,400, I'd rather take the shot on Duncan Robinson or Kyle Lowry because they're, you know, $500 cheaper. And um, obviously, Duncan Robinson's way cheaper than that. But yeah, I mean, you definitely want a piece to this game just because they are in a uh, pace up spot here. But I think you guys covered most of it. Um, obviously, Bam's going to play, Kyle Lowry's going to play. It just showed that they was probable already. So, yeah, I wouldn't – I don't mind the Duncan Robinson take. The one thing, hopefully he's on. If he's on from three, like, he can explode that that price tag. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Udonis Haslam is a 3,500, too, if anybody was wondering. No way. He's not 5K? No way. Abs- absolute steal. Yes. So we'll we'll go on to our next game here. It's uh, going to be the Sacramento Kings. They're traveling to uh, New Orleans. Um, I know you guys got plenty to say about New Orleans. I know Ryan loves uh, Alexander Walker. I don't love we'll him. Start I played with... him once this whole entire season. I don't want to hear. I love him. I played him once. You played him at least twice. Game. Twice. Yeah, I've had him in my lineup twice, twice, but I ended up I ended up fading him in that game. So mm-hmm. I ended up pivoting well, off you... of him. Well, what do you like about the Kings, Ryan? I love the Kings. This team is fun to watch. They're, they're in every game. Every game they play, it's going to be close. They're terrible defensively, except one guy that really holds it down for them. But they're still trash. Like, don't get it wrong. They're garbage on defense. So you can take um, – you know, this game's going to be close. It's not like – that's what I'm saying. They're still garbage defensively where it's not like the Heat where, oh, they're not going to score much. Um, the other team. So – this game will stay close no matter what, no matter the matchup. They'll always be in close games. I don't think they'll ever blow anyone out just because of how bad their defense is. Like, they are probably second worst in the league in defense, and they would be worse if they didn't have Davion Mitchell. So I don't mind taking shots on Davion Mitchell. He's been taking more shots every game. He's going to get you. He hasn't been getting steals and blocks, which makes no sense. Um, but I think with a team like New Orleans, you could see a couple more steals and blocks tomorrow. Come out of Davion Mitchell. Only 3,900. You got to take shots. His minutes went down a shit ton yesterday. Um, the coach really, really, really had a thing for Mo Harkless yesterday. Don't know why. So, anyway, I love Harrison Barnes. At, but at 7,800, I don't like him as much. But he's been taking the most shots on the team besides one guy. I um, mean, he's been doing everything rebounds, assists. He's gotten a couple of steals and blocks a couple of games. You know, game Harrison. Winners. In game winners, they trust him with the last shot. So Harrison Martin has been that guy, but and he's been playing the most minutes on the team. He, they don't sit him, um, you know. So don't mind him, but at seventy eight hundred, like with Miles Bridges, his price is getting up there now. So I don't want to play him at that price. I'd rather play two, t- pay two hundred more dollars for a guy like Darren Fox, who is extremely 
um, getting low in price just because he's had other guys doing the work for him. He's only hit value once, and that was a game against Portland. Um, so I don't like Dan Fox until he picks it up. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton's been a stud. Um, he's been hitting value the last three games pretty consistently. He even hit 30 in a game matchup against a tough defensive team in Phoenix. So I don't mind taking shots on Halliburton at all. Um, but you one of those crazy, Ryan? What? Phoenix, uh, so far this season, is the third worst defensive team, and um, Sacramento Kings is the seventh worst. That's crazy. Phoenix has not been playing good defense this, this year, so far. Obviously, the change. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Memphis Grizzlies um, is dead last. Yeah, that's that's nuts. Um, I don't mind taking shots on the Sean Holmes and Cash, um, but we haven't seen him hit value. We only see him hit value once this year at that price tag. Twice, I guess, thirty five point seven, just past value. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. I don't mind taking shots on him, but probably my favorite play from this team is Buddy Heal. Um, he's an amazing. Um. Lately, he's had he's hit value like basically in all three games except the one against Golden State when he didn't do much. But off the bench, he's taking a shit ton of shots. So he's been getting some rebounds, which is crazy. I've never seen Buddy Heald with getting rebounds. I think the assist numbers will go up. Last game we saw him with two blocks and two steals. I don't think he repeats that forty-one point five price tag. But at fifty-nine hundred, taking twenty shots off the bench, getting his five plus of rebounds. You know, you got to take a look at him at only 5,900, um, especially against New Orleans defense. Their second, their bench is even worse on defense. So I don't like Buddy Heald's probably the only guy I would play on this um, team's team just because of price. They're all priced up. I mean, I, I, like I said, I play David Mitchell, but I don't know if you can play all the pay, pay up guys on tomorrow's slate. I just don't know if you can. I, I I agree to a point, but I really like Holmes tomorrow. I don't think uh I don't think Joe Val does much to stop him. I I also like Davion Mitchell. I've played him a good bit already. Uh he's a very with his price he can bust and it doesn't kill you and he has almost thirty fandle point upside so far this season. Absolutely. So I do I do like Davion a lot. Um, I was going to point out Buddy Hield's numbers too. Buddy Hield has been fantastic off the bench. I actually think that's why Davion had such a down game yesterday is because uh, they didn't feel the need to put him in because Buddy Hield was doing everything. Yeah, but Buddy's been seeing consistent minutes, so that I don't think that was the reason. No, I'm just saying I don't think they felt the need to put him in. They could get other guys minutes because they didn't really feel the need Mike to. Mike Harkless. Yeah, for some reason I don't know why. You'd want to play Mohawk this, but uh, here we are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with uh, uh they, these Kings have a really good roster. I don't think they need to play a guy like Mohawk this. I think I'd rather be playing the Marvin Bagley that they decided not to play. I don't get it. He's a fucking stud. He needs to get traded. He's a yeah, he's, absolutely. He's, like Kyle he's basically becoming the Kyle Kuzma. His head's just not in it. He's in a bad headspace. He just needs a fresh start. Yeah, I agree with that. We saw we saw Kuzma's potential two years ago, um, you know, before LeBron got there. He was like an 87 in 2K to start the year. He was a stud with the Lakers before LeBron. But, you know, now he's being a stud with the Washington Wizards. So, you team, players just need fresh starts, you know. So, 
I think that's it from the Kings for me, though. Size on the outside. Or... No, I love uh, De'Aaron Fox because he's going to take the most shots on the team. He'll get you the assist. But just on this slate, um, just from the point guard, I mean, you have Mitchell, you have Lowry, you have McConnell, um, Suggs, you can play a point guard. There's just so many value point guards that you can play. And you have Jamie Allen, 400 more, who's basically it, taking yeah. the same amount of shots. Exactly. Uh, although, I mean, you talk about somebody, and we'll get into him later, but um, you talk about somebody who doesn't seem into it. I don't feel like Dame has been into it this season yet. He'll get there. We'll see. Hopefully, Probably, I mean, I like I like his matchup tomorrow. He he likes to go off against his. We'll talk about the player, but he didn't do it the first game. That game is terrible, but I think he'll get back into it, especially in this yeah, matchup. Yeah, I liked his matchup against Memphis too. He didn't do bad at all yesterday. He didn't hit value. But, yeah, but. And we all know Dame's like a 10K player. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. yeah um, I don't know which one of you talked about the Kings first because we just got off on that little tangent. But, uh, okay. Dylan, Pelicans is all you. Oh. Well, I mean, like we discussed, this team, seven, Kings are seventh in defense. I like a lot of Pelicans. I think my favorite guy right now is uh, Joe Val. Absolutely. He's consistent 30-plus minutes, and he's been – even in tougher matchups, he's been absolutely going bonkers. Maybe 200, we could see him smash that price tag, and Biggs have been killing the Kings. They have. And he shot like but, shit last game and still hit value, I think. Basically, he oh, yeah. where he was, but he shot terrible last game. I don't think he does that again, yeah. especially against Rashawn Holmes. Yeah. Yeah, I could see uh, Joe Val having an absolute ceiling game tomorrow. Uh, you know, as of right now, he's in my lineup. Solid. So, that could be the reason. He's in my lineup yeah, as well. I, I respect the Pella defense, and I was not going to play him against Pella, and he still did well. Yeah, surprisingly. Yeah, so I, I really like Joe Val tomorrow. I don't mind taking shots at a Graham or at a Naw. I don't think I'll end up with any of them in my lineup. But, I mean, they're all fine plays against this team. This will be a high-paced little defense matchup. So you got Joe Val at center and Miles Turner at power forward then? Yeah. I do. I have Joe Val at center, Sean Holmes at power forward, and Miles Turner at power forward at the moment. Yeah, I'm paying attention. Yeah. Sure. I, one guy I want to point out is I love Nikhil Alexander-Walker tomorrow at 6K <laughs> against Sacramento defense. I mean, the dude, you know, God. couldn't hit a You can't make a this up. He said fuck this guy earlier, didn't he? I, I, I didn't say fuck him. I said I haven't played him a shit ton. But in this matchup against Sacramento, the dude's taken basically the most shots on the team besides the ball hog. We all know uh, an 8200 Brandon Ingram. But Devontae Grant takes a lot of shots, too. He does. But I hate Devontae Graham. Anyway, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, only 6K. We've seen him get a shit ton of rebounds this year in all games. We've seen him take a shit ton of shots. He's been consistently hitting value, um, you know. Except last game, he shot a depleted 3 for 14, 0 for 7 from 3. And what Dylan was saying is that's all, you know, um, John Morant defense or whatever. Or not John Morant defense. I was just looking at John Morant for some reason. Anyway, you know, that's all DeAndre Hunter defense, but a lot of those shots were wide open. 
Um, he's not going to shoot like that again, I don't think. Um, especially against Sacramento defense, he's going to have a shit ton of usage. Um, and he'll get more rebounds, more assists. This game will stay close. Um, I love Nikhil Alexander Walker, only 6K tomorrow. He's probably my second favorite play from this team, other than Joe Val. And that's probably the only two I'd play from this team. So when Ryan says he will never play somebody ever again after doing them dirty, that means he absolutely. I never said I wouldn't ever play Nah again. I mean, that was probably that probably came out of your mouth in the employee chat at least. Once. I doubt it. I doubt it. I said he sit in the bed. He's the reason I lost yesterday for sure. But maybe he could be the reason you win tomorrow. Well, I don't know if I'm gonna. I need, I need the freaking someone to score in this Memphis Golden State game because I cannot afford overtime, and no one scored in the last two minutes in this tight game. So, but we got John I, I will and say, Andrew Wiggins having a brick contest over here. Anyway, continue. I will say uh, I don't like any of the guards for New Orleans as much as Josh Hart comes back tomorrow. Yeah, if Josh Hart's back, I doubt he's back though. It says there's hope that he can return, so I'm not sure that he'll be back, but he is questionable. And we've seen people go from questionable to probable to out today, so who knows? Oh, my God. Yeah, who Yeah, who really knows, for real? I'm with you guys on the, sl- on the game, though. Um, I love Joe Val tomorrow. Um, you just saw DeAndre Ayton destroy this same team. I think he had, like, 21 rebounds, 16 points. Um, so... Joe Val is definitely the play tomorrow. Absolutely. Now, the next game, we have uh, the Dallas Mavericks traveling to the Denver Nuggets. Um, We'll start with uh, Ryan so we can let Dylan talk about his team. But, Ryan, what do you like about the Mavericks? Yeah, I like Luka. Again, I'm not going to play him in cash most likely. There's no way he shits the bed two games in a row, Um, especially if KP's out again. Um. I don't care if KP plays. Luca played like absolute shit today. He knows he did. But what we saw in that fourth quarter, he had 27 FanDuel points in that fourth quarter. 27! In the fourth. He's not you can't even just say 27 in the fourth. It was like 27 in eight minutes. Yeah, exactly. So we saw what we normally saw from Luca in the last eight minutes of that game. I doubt he plays that bad again. He knows he played like crap. They barely won. Did they win? I think they won. You know, they barely won. This is going to be up against a Denver team without Jokic, and their defense isn't good. Possibly. I still think possibly without – you think Jokic plays tomorrow? I don't think I, I do. don't think he should, but you never know. I mean, they're still playing – So even if, even if he plays, that means the game will stay close. It doesn't affect Luka because he's guarding them. But um, I don't mind Luka at all tomorrow at that price. I think you could easily see him hit 70 FanDuel points tomorrow. You know Luca, he's he doesn't care regular season, playoffs. He just wants to play the best game he can play. And I think you see another, I think you see a triple-double out of him tomorrow, like a 25-point triple-double, a couple steals and blocks. Denver's defense, don't look at that opponent rank. They're not good to the point guards. They're just not. You know, I don't think a Fosundo Composite can stop. Maybe Monty Morris can. He's, he's, Monty Morris is a de- decent defender, but I don't think it's enough to stop a Luka Doncic, you know, so. I mean, personally for me, I don't think I'm going to be extremely high on any uh, Maverick tomorrow, except for Jalen Brunson if KP doesn't play again. 
But I, I think KP plays tomorrow. Last year we saw him usually rest in back-to-backs. So it's very possible that they just decided to sit him for the front end of the back-to-back. Damn it. But if KP doesn't play, I really like Brunson again. We saw his price barely move. And uh, obviously you saw what his upside is without a guy like KP playing. And even with KP playing against Houston, he still did good. Uh, he's extremely underpriced at the moment. Probably a price you should take advantage of. No one's scoring two minutes. Yeah, I love Jalen Brunson now, too. Um, I think Dylan was just talking about him. Could be wrong. I wasn't really paying attention. Sorry. Um, yeah, you're right. You know, he's... He's going to get a shit ton of assists every game. When Luca's not on the floor, he shines. He's the main guy. He's consistently been hitting value every game. He's playing 30 minutes. I just think you can't – and Jalen Brunson's viable in everything tomorrow, especially against Denver. The game blows out, cool. He'll still play 30 minutes. The game doesn't blow out, cool. He'll still play 30 minutes. He's blowout proof, especially if KP misses. You're going to be seeing a shit ton of rebounds from him. Um. So – not a shit ton, but it's five plus. It's good for a guard. So I like Brunson a lot. It's probably just Brunson and Luca for me. Maybe you can take shots on Maxi Cleaver at thirty nine hundred. He played thirty minutes today, so I don't mind Maxi Cleaver. He'll probably end up in my lineup if KP misses just because he's thirty nine hundred. I by any means I don't think he hits fifty FanDuel points again, but he should easily hit about nineteen FanDuel points. So. I don't mind taking shots on Kleber tomorrow, but probably end up in my lineup if, let's say, you know, a guy like KP's out. So, yeah. We'll say I'm really disappointed that uh doesn't seem like Dallas is going to give Moses Brown a shot so far this year. I don't get they it. I really don't. Me either. Uh, he, like, he's such a good guy. Against him or something, you know, like what? I mean, why did they tra- trade away J-Rich for him? If they're not going to play him at all, he, in my opinion, he's much better than Powell, Powell or Willie Cauley Stein. I mean, we see him hit fucking seventy FanDuel points like four times last year. Yeah, dude was a monster. It's the same reason I don't get why Andre Drummond's not a starter on a team. Maybe it's because their conditioning's bad. I don't know. Yeah, it, it doesn't make sense to me. I was really hoping to get to see Moses play today, and uh, Dallas decided they weren't going to do that. And they obviously could have used it because they had horrible center play today. Yep. Right with you. Right, right with, oh, I can't talk. Right with you on that. Sure. So maybe we maybe if KP is out tomorrow, we might see a change. I won't target a Willie Cauley-Stein or a Powell tomorrow. No, I think it's just Kleber, Brunson, and Luca for me from this team. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, although, I, I guess you can also take a shot at a THJ. Uh, no. He busted today. Uh, he busted today at that guy, price. I don't like him. I liked him at Michigan, but he doesn't, I, I don't know. I don't like him at, at, at that price, well, it's definitely a price tag he could smash. We've seen him score 40 real-life points in a game. I mean, it's like yeah, I the game. Size, I say. He was about to trash talk me. No, I was just, I was going to ask Dylan who MPJ was going to oh. guard. <laughs> You're about to trash talk right there. That's my bad. 
MPJ will probably guard the one guy I didn't at any point want to play from Dallas Benny today. Smith. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, today. that makes sense because he did probably. But I mean, I would I would play um, Maxi, especially if Joker's out. That limits the Nuggets bench to one more guy because Green will obviously go into the starting role, right? Yeah, I think Jamaica would. Yeah, so, I mean, that's what they did when he went out. I was watching the game, and that's yeah. who went in. So that would limit their bench to another big guy. You know what I mean? They would only have um, the other green. Um, what's his name? They got Jamichael and Jeff. Jamichael starts. You could easily play a Jamichael. I, I think I'd rather play him than uh, um, what's-his-face. Willie yeah. Colley. Um, but then again, if, if Jokic misses, I think you have to play Michael Porter Jr. tomorrow. On this slate, I really think you do. At only sixty eight hundred, his usage is going to be off the charts. You could play. Him I mean, it is. Court. Well, we, we saw MCJ in the preseason go off, absolute bonkers. So if Jokic misses, I mean, we saw Porter Jr. take twenty shots. I don't know how much of those shots were in the second half, but also a guy like Aaron Gordon at only five K. I think you have to play multiple Nuggets tomorrow, just because their value without a Jokic. If Jokic misses. Yeah, I mean, Jokic is one of the highest usage centers, period. Uh, if he goes out, if he's not in tomorrow, everybody else has to step up big time. And, I mean, we saw, honestly, we saw Aaron Gordon step up a lot more than we saw MPJ step up once Jokic went out last time. We saw Monty Moore step up. I don't think he had much points at halftime. Yeah, I mean, we saw Monty step up. We saw uh, Gordon step up. It was one of MPJ's better games so far this season, but it still wasn't that great. I don't know what's up with MPJ so far to start the season, but he just hasn't been there. No, he hasn't. We even saw Barton step up. So, I mean, if legitimately, if Jokic is out, you could play damn near the whole starting lineup. For sure. And especially we saw San Antonio destroying Dallas for quite a while today. We did. And so the Mavs second unit is the reason they won. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, they got them back. Maxi, Maxi and Brunson. Yeah, they. Well, they got them the lead. Yeah, Brunson. Oh yeah, they, like they, I said. They, so, like you said, injury news is going to be a big thing, and this game's at ten o'clock, which hurts. It really does. Um. So hopefully, you know, we get, you know, Jokic news at like. Early in the slate, I think Dylan's got to go deal with something here. But, um, you know, hopefully we can get the Jokic news at before lock because I, I don't know. I don't. You don't want to play Michael Porter Jr. if Jokic plays. You don't want to play Aaron Gordon if you. I mean, you can take shots on Aaron Gordon. He's been a stud even with him at five K. But Michael Porter becomes an absolute lock. Um, so. You might see him in my cash lineup, and there might have to be a pivot tomorrow if we don't get the Jokic news before lock. But Michael Porter is my becomes my favorite play on the entire slate if Jokic misses. I mean, you're going to see him yeah. take 20-plus shots because we already saw him get to 20. But Jokic was the guy in the first half. No one else was doing shit on him. I think Jokic had, what, 30, 40 fan duel points in the first um, half? Almost 50. Yeah, so no one was doing – you got to look at these numbers with his box score. No, no one was doing <laughs> No one's going to do it, but there's no way Michael Porter Jr. was taking many shots in the first half. There's no way he was. 
Um, so I think Porter Jr. becomes the best player in the entire slate tomorrow because he's cheap as heck for what he's going to do. For sure. The problem lies at when it comes 10 o'clock, you know, who can you pivot to if you have MPJ in your lineup anticipating Joker's, uh, Joker's not in the lineup? Or do you just go ahead and fill your roster thinking Joker's going to play? Yeah, for sure. I think if you're playing one lineup, you can't base it on injury news. I mean, he just has a bruised knee. So if you wanted to, I would suggest playing a lineup based on Jokic being out and then playing a different one based on him not being in. Yeah. I just don't think he plays. They're in a back-to-back. They're they're a first leg of back-to-back. I think they'd rather have him against Carl Anthony Towns than against uh, Dwight Powell or even a KP. So, oh, I hope they have him against Carl Anthony Towns because I'm loading up if they yeah. do. So I doubt he plays tomorrow just because it's the first leg of a back-to-back. Um, so and just with how bad the injury was, it obviously was bad where he couldn't return to the game at all. They ruled him out pretty quickly. So um, I don't know. I doubt he plays tomorrow. Maybe he does. It's a national televised game. So I don't know. I just doubt he plays. Maybe yeah. he won't play. He won't play one of these two games for sure. He's the MVP. It's a long season. He won't play one of these two games. And I think they were going to use him against Carl Anthony Towns, but it is a national televised game. So NBA I, don't like them sitting for national televised games. Yeah. So that might be I the reason know. he plays, and he sits the second part of the back-to-back. Have a couple more days rest. Because they, I think they're at home tomorrow, right? Yeah, they're at home, and then they have to travel to Minnesota. So I guess you could see him play tomorrow and then not travel with the team. I don't know, but – Especially on a back-to-back where you're traveling across the country, I don't think he plays in both. So he's either going to play tomorrow and not play um, Saturday, or he's going to not play tomorrow and play Saturday. Sorry, see you. All right. Well, sounds good. Um, um, obviously, we just got to wait on that. NBA news, as always. Um, just sucks we won't get this in time for the slate lock. But the next game we're going to have is the L.A. Clippers traveling out to Portland. Uh, it's 223 and a half. Uh, Portland is favored by two and a half somehow. Uh, but Ryan, what do you like about the Clippers? Yeah, I love the Clippers. This game's going to be high scoring. I don't think it's as much of a blowout as it was the other day at all. Um, this game will definitely be a lot closer. I love, um, absolutely love Paul George tomorrow at 10-1. We saw him hit 45 annual points in only 25 minutes against the Portland Trailblazers in a previous matchup. Again, that was because he had eight steals, so take that with a grain of salt. Um, but I absolutely love him tomorrow. His usage wasn't really there against Cleveland, um, so that does scare me a little bit. We've seen him hit 60 annual points already this year against Memphis. I think this Portland game stays close. You could see an overtime game. You know, Paul George always has a narrative with Damian Lillard, so I absolutely love Paul George at only 10-1. His price went down actually a shit ton for, you know, being a high-priced guy. You know, we saw him at 10-6, and it went down 10-1 just off of one bad game. You know, you don't see that out of a high-priced guy usually. So I love Paul George tomorrow. I love that he's multiple position too. Um, I love Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson's been an absolute stud for uh, them these last couple of games. I'm glad to see it. I don't know what they were doing the first couple of games with, Eric Bledsoe, but it's good to see Reggie getting that usage back. And his price is still cheap. So I love, love, love Reggie Jackson. It's probably the only two I'd play from this team is uh, Reggie and uh, Paul George. I think you can take a shot on a Batum, too. Yeah, even Kennard. 
Canard at 4K, I mean, he's been playing 30 minutes off the bench, taking a shit ton of shots. If he's on, you know. Which makes no sense to me. I don't know why you play Canard more minutes than you play Terrence Mann. I don't know either. Maybe it's the three-point upside with Canard. Who knows? Space of the floor. That's just my guess. Canard did have 23 against his team last time they played. But he did shoot 8 for 10. And that was a blowout game. Yeah. Yeah, I think with Morris out, you can take a shot at a Batum at 4,600. He played 32 minutes against Cleveland without Morris. Uh, I could see him playing that many minutes again. Absolutely. For me, it's pretty much just those three there, Reggie, PG, and Batum. Yeah. All right. Well, what do you like about the other side, the Trailblazers? Uh, I mean, you still have to like Dame at 8,400 you know that at some point he's just going to absolutely obliterate that price tag. So in GPPs, uh, 100% take shots on Dame. He hasn't really been there. I wouldn't say he's a cash play at this point just because he hasn't done that well to start the season. But at 8,400, GPPs 100% take shots on him. I, I like uh, taking shots on Anthony Simons too. He's played anywhere he's between 17 really well. Yeah, he's been playing really well. Anywhere between 17 and 28 minutes. I mean, 4,300. It's a price tag that he could easily blow out of the water. Absolutely. CJ's been playing really well. 8,700, I don't mind taking a shot on him in GPPs. Yeah, I think Dame's going to end up in my lineup, though. I mean, I can't fault you for it. It's Damian I Lillard. Said, he's underpriced. With size, is he would have smashed value, but he... Barely played in the fourth quarter. Um, he was playing a shit ton of minutes already. Um, and then this game just got out of hand. He got taken out at the seven minute mark in the fourth quarter and never came back. So, um, yeah. Against the Clippers? No, against Memphis. The wow. last game. He was, he looked like I would also say, I would also say 100, 100% take shot at, uh, Nasir Little too. If Powell's out, which I believe he's questionable still. If Powell's yeah, out, is. 100% take shots in Sear Little. Oh, for sure. He played a shit ton of minutes. Yeah, he's been playing 25 plus shot. without. I think Anthony Simons benefits from that, you know. No one, there's really no one come off the bench with him, so. Yeah. Yeah. I like Dame a lot tomorrow. I think I'm going to have him in PG in my cash lineup. And I, it, again, news can change everything. I just think there's so much value tomorrow where you can pay up for a shit ton of guys tomorrow and be very happy with your lineup. So tomorrow's going to be a stars and scrubs type of lineup for me, probably, just because of how much value there is um, with these injuries. So you can get a Kawhi for only 3500 <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So I think Dame plays very well tomorrow. You know, Paul George and Senna, they always play well in each other's games and go to overtime. I, I'm joking. Probably won't go over time, but it'll be a very high-scoring game, very close game at the end. It does. It's not going to blow it again. It's very tough to blow a team out twice in a row. You know, it's not a back. It's not like back to back for them, but it's they just played each other a couple days ago. There's no way they blow them out again. So I love Dane tomorrow. He's probably one of my favorite plays. I think you see him back to that 50, 60 FanDuel points tomorrow for sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind it at all. Although it seems my lineup is going in a very different direction than yours. Probably, and you know what? That's fine because your GPPs and you gotta take take the more shots. 
Um, you know, so and Dame will probably be really chalky. So if you're not playing Dame, that's probably a good thing. He could easily bust. And if you don't yeah. have a very high owned Dame, then you're looking good. Um, but again, if he blows up for 60 candle points, you also be looking bad. So GPPs, you gotta take those shots though, for sure. Um, so yeah, it's probably just Dame for me. And I mean, you can take shots on CJ McCollum. He's been getting a shit ton of steals and blocks, which is really helping him. Um, and he's been taking in, you know, same amount of shots as Dame. Um, so you, you can take a shot on him. You can take a shot on any of these guys for Portland. But you're going to play Dame over CJ for sure 100% of the time because he's cheaper now. So, yeah, it's probably just him. I don't mind taking shots on Larry Nance. I just wish he played more minutes. But, yeah, that's about it. Dame, yeah, I agree with that. he said, you can't take Nurkic. Um, he, he sucked in this matchup. He's going to suck again in the um, – Against Zubak, Zubak's a really good defender. So, um, at seventy two hundred, there's just better plays. Like we talked about earlier, for only a thousand more. So, I mean, I agree with you to an extent, but Zubak doesn't doesn't play enough minutes for me to be scared of him. He's played more recently, but I could easily see him dropping back under twenty at any time. Yeah, but against Zubak, they're going to need. I mean, against Nurkic, they're going to need Zubak for sure. Oh, I mean, I've seen plenty of games where they should have had Zubak in. They just don't. It's yeah, different coach this year, obviously, so that might change yeah. this year. Yeah, I still don't like Nurkic, though. Oh, yeah, I don't I don't want Nurkic at that price. Holy price shit. Getting yeah. close to where I want to play him, but... Absolutely, yeah. I think we're ready to move on. Yeah, the one thing I do want to mention on this podcast is uh, Hoop Central uh, tweeted out Dame's uh, statistics over the last four games, uh, and this was like six hours ago. And Dame messaged him back on Twitter and said, what did the nine years say to the four games? So I look for Dame to actually smash tomorrow. Absolutely. So we'll see, though. I don't know if uh, I don't know if he's straight like cash, but – He's definitely worth taking a shot, for sure. I think I think he's a, a great catch play. He's going to be high on. Rightfully so. Everyone knows this matchup. But he's not high on. He's good. Well, some I mean, people's going to look at the last game, and they got blown out by 30. That's so. fine. Let him. He always shows up against Paul George. Take one game for exception. It's not going to happen. And Dame's a fucking one of the best players in the league. So, And he would have smashed right. value last game against Memphis if they didn't start blowing you know, map this out. Yeah, I mean, like we've said, it's still the beginning of the season. We're not a lot of games in. We've got to take everything we see with the grain of salt. Yeah. And we got to look at past performances. We know that Dane, based on past performances, is a stud. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Dame, Dame, uh, Dame's definitely going to show up. He's not going to average that 17. For whatever reason, it didn't seem like he was into the games the last couple of games, but I feel like you know he's tired of he's tired of the shit talking, so he's about to go out there and ball. But the uh, the very last game on the slate is the Cleveland Cavaliers, Yon versus the L.A. Lakers. Um, and this is probably going to be another one of those games, fellas, where we're going to have to wait to see if LeBron's out. And to me, on this slate, I don't think we necessarily have to. But um, Dylan, you can go first on this one. What do you like about Cleveland? 
Well, apparently more than you do. Apparently more than me. I was talking yeah, about the Lakers yawn. side. Yeah, uh, yeah. Cleveland's a yawn to me. Like I like Mobley. I like Ruby or I like uh I like Darius Garland tomorrow a lot. I I think he's at a fair price and against a Russell Westbrook defense, I really like Garland tomorrow. I, I don't yeah, mind, I don't mind a Sexton. Yeah, I don't mind Garland. I just think there's too much guard play there right now to play any um Cleveland guards. I mean with the minutes he's been getting, if I get the last two games, 31-27. If I'm anywhere in that area against Russell Westbrook defense, I'm happy with it. You think Russell guards Garland? Yeah. Yeah, I would assume so. It's either Russell or uh, Bazemore, and I think Bazemore is on uh, Sexton. So, yeah, I, I don't mind at all Darius Garland. I, I would take him over Sexton tomorrow. Uh, as long as LeBron doesn't play, I don't mind taking a shot at Laurie Markkinen. Um, I agree, I don't mind Mobley tomorrow. Not super high on him, but I don't mind him at that price. And I don't mind Jared Allen because, you know, he's going to get some – some amount of DeAndre Jordan defense. This Lakers team is bad. There's something. Like, especially on defense, they're bad. I mean, okay, they got beat by OKC, bro. And they was yeah. like, like 30. Yeah. That's embarrassing. Do you guys think, think LeBron plays tomorrow? No. Yeah, I don't know. I think if he misses, you have to play Anthony Davis. I mean, I don't... I agree, but this is the very last game on the slate. It's hard to lock in a guy based on LeBron being out because we've seen us get screwed on injury news and go the exact opposite way multiple times the past few days. But, I mean, if we get news early enough, I'm sure Anthony Davis will be in everybody's lineups because against Jared Allen, absolutely. Oh, AD to eat him up. I think I was off AD last game, and that was the right call. But uh, I think with another day of rest, AD will be back to 100%. And it's another day where you could play him and Westbrook if LeBron's out because uh, – Sexland defense and Jared Allen defense isn't anything to be afraid of. Yeah. And especially with, uh, Westbrook 27, so. Well, especially if, uh, Rondo is also questionable. Wayne Ellington, he's been available to play, but he hasn't. Now he's questionable again. So I don't think he'll play. I mean, if Rondo doesn't play, that probably gives Westbrook a couple more minutes than he's already getting. And it means that uh, that Austin Reeves kid who's been playing anywhere between 30 and 17 minutes could get more minutes. 
For sure. Yeah, I just don't know if you can play Lakers on tomorrow's slate, like you said. I don't mind him at all, but I don't like Russ's price. I guess Cleveland's good. Like, they're great defensively, but he's been a turnover machine this year. Um, yeah, that's so bad. And I think there's just better plays. I'd rather play Dane for a 1000 cheaper than I'd rather get value there, um, especially if this game blows out. I mean, Cleveland's been staying with every team, um, but if LeBron plays, I don't know. I think LeBron plays. They just lost to OKC. I think they're 2-3 and three on the year now, maybe 1-4. and four. I could be wrong. Um, I don't think they care. I think they – I think they want to make the playoffs. And they yeah, but we, could, we could say they, but we could say seeing why would Anthony Davis play last game then on a second leg back to back just hurt his knee really bad. Why would they play Anthony Davis if they didn't care? I don't think he hurt it like really bad. I, I told you to begin with, I thought he was going to play. He came right back in the game. Yeah, but on a second leg back to back, they really cared. They would have given that day off. And if they didn't, you know, they didn't really care. They would have given that day off. I mean, I, I think that's the whole reason they signed Westbrook was purely to keep LeBron rested and healthy. So they didn't feel the need to play LeBron. But with the way that Russ has been playing, I don't know. I think Russ will get it together eventually and start. He's just got to learn to play a little bit differently for this team. But, I mean, the reason they got him is because with all these older guys, these vets, they need somebody with that motor and that pace. Sure. Yeah, I just don't need to play anyone from this team. I mean, yeah, maybe Mon, definitely. Monk, yeah, but he didn't, even, he, didn't, he didn't even look good the last two games. With, uh, I mean, he looked solid, but for playing 40 minutes, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I if LeBron plays, I don't know anybody from this team. No, I don't think I'm going to be playing anyone from this team, just with how much injury news. Um, The good thing is yeah. they pulled uh, LeBron out five hours before uh, lock last time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they do that so, again, I think but all three of us can agree that we'll play AD. So that was yeah, here's the thing, though. If you play AD and you don't get that LeBron news by lock, if you put him in, you're either going to have to save 500 and hope Joker plays, go up to Joker and at the center position, or leave a 2v2 open where you can go up to a um, – um, like a Paul George or somebody. Well, like I said, uh, I said if they do that again, and roll LeBron, roll LeBron out early. Oh, for sure. If he's ruled out like five o'clock, yeah, AD will definitely. If they rule LeBron and somehow, and somehow AD misses, even though he's, I mean, he's probable, right? Yeah, he's probable. If somehow he, I mean, we saw fucking Boban get moved to probable forty minutes a lot, and somehow got got downgraded out, so. And they have somehow misses tomorrow. Russell becomes a lock for sure. Oh yeah, but I, I don't think that's going to happen. I I don't think if they roll LeBron out early enough, I think we'll all play AD. And if not, if they don't roll him out early enough, I might leave room in my lineup to where I can pivot to him. Sure. But outside of that, for the Lakers, I don't want anybody if LeBron plays. Me neither. I don't even want anyone if AD plays with LeBron. I don't know. I just think that 10-600. I mean, Anthony Davis didn't really do great in 30 minutes last game, or 37 minutes last game. So, But he went off for 70 the game before in a tougher matchup. (laughs) 
I, I personally think against this Cleveland team, if there's no LeBron, you have to play AD. I don't know. I I just don't like AD's price tag because I think at power forward there's so much value there. You know, I mean you're already like we said we're already playing a Miles Turner and um what's his face Joe Val. So you know I'd rather play like a Maxi Kleber or if um you know Jokic misses I'd rather play Jeff Green than pay up again for AD just because there's so much value there at that power forward position with injury news. Well, it, all of it's dependent on injury news, though. Yeah. It could be one of those things that, uh, you know, um, if you miss on AD, AD can go for 70 again, and then you just miss cash line because you don't have AD in your lineup. If LeBron's uh, ruled out, obviously. But again, I don't think I'm going to need, like I said, like, like I said on the pod yesterday with Embiid injury news, I thought Randall, and he didn't, I don't know why he didn't shoot the ball. The dude just decided to play, um, you know, Ricky Rubio today and pass the ball only. Um, but I said I thought he was going to be the highest scorer on the slate, and I said I'm willing to fade him if Embiid's out because there's so much value at that position where you can pay up to other spots and be just as good without Randall, you know? Um, so there's not going to be much value at any other spot. You know, maybe if you can play a Brad Wanamaker, I guess, at 3,800, but I'd rather play a 3,800 Jeff Green or a 3,800 Maxi Kleber because I think they have more upside, way more upside than a Brad Wanamaker and a Davion Mitchell. So, um that's what I'm saying. I'm willing to fade these guys. I, even if AD scores the highest amount of points in that slate, so be it. I think I can still score lineups with AD in it by fading him. Just because of how much value there is at power forward tomorrow. I think it's literally the same thing as Jokic. You just have to be willing to pivot if you feel like you need to or have lineups built and ready to go for different situations. Because uh, this entire slate almost depends on injury news. Two of the highest price guys on the slate are questionable. So, I mean, it's definitely, uh, there's a lot of news that we're going to have to react to tomorrow. For sure. But I'll tell you what, guys, there's one thing we can react to right now is that three minds are better than one lineup. Yeah, that we can. Ben I think not here uh, yesterday, so he gets the first pick. Well, I will say our uh, two minds cashed today. Mine and Dylan's cashed the day before that. We're on a roll, fellas. I'll go ahead and open this up with some value for, with uh, Duncan Robinson. Me and uh, Ryan got real silly yesterday. Duncan Robinson, we did. Even with we had, Bear we had Bradley Wood. Bill before Bradley Bill was cool. <laughs> Are we playing a shooting yard or small forward? Ah, I haven't been shooting yard now, but as I'm sure we will, we'll probably change it. You know, we want to get silly hunt size. So that's what we do on these, right? Yeah, of course. Just looking into this, seeing what I want to do here. We're going to play Luke Dodge at point guard. Yeah, knew it. I, I know my at what shooting guard. Yep. No point guard. Just for now. Just for yeah. now, we can move on if we need to. Dylan, I called it. I, I know my guy. He always pays up. 
Well, yeah, because you guys yep. are so good at your value plays. So might as well. He, he, he's he's like he's like someone else we know can't find value plays. Okay, I found Killian Hayes today. <laughs> Six point nine times value, and I was the only one on him. Zero point three percent on. I oh, here we go. So I don't want to hear it. Hit a core, did I? You're up, size. So yeah, um, we want to go here. Don't yell at me. Hurry up. Hush. I'm going to play, uh, I'll get us some more value here. We'll go, um, Gary Trent, one of Dylan's favorite plays. Where? Um, whichever, it doesn't matter. I got him at shooting guard right now, but we can play Tetris later. Cool. I say, uh, we have both our shooting guard spots filled up. Let's go ahead and get another one of Ryan's favorite guys in here for value. Point guard, Jalen Suggs. Love it. Love it. Run it back with Gary Trent. Yes, we're going to move Gary Trent to the small forward position because it's fucking what we got to do. Um, and we're going to pay up again. You know me. We're going to go pay up at the shooting guard position. This dude can have a big game anytime. No one's going to fucking have him tomorrow. And that's going to be James Harden. Actually, to make it look better in the picture, we're going to move Jalen Suggs to shooting guard and have James Harden under Luka, just because that looks better. And then you have Orlando and your Toronto guy right next to each other. You know, so. OCD is coming through. Yes, it is. Yeah, we're worried about that. You guys want to keep going for value. I mean, go ahead. By all means, I don't, I'm not going to hate you for it, so. Yeah, I'm going to go with one of the better plays on the slate tomorrow. Um, I'm going to go Miles Turner to pair with your uh, James Harden take. And Love again, it. we'll play Jenga or whatever you want to do later. Yes. Absolutely. Love it. So power forward or center, whichever guys you prefer, I don't care. Got to think about it. I'm going to be a dick, and I'm going to play Jimmy Butler small forward. God damn it. <laughs> oh, I had my small forward. Oh, I think we played my power forward. So, actually, I don't care. Let me see how much it leaves us with. Please tell me he's eligible. Good. Uh, how much does that leave us with? Oh, perfect, right? Time out. That's perfect, right? It's, it's so perfect, I think. I think I know where you're going. No, it's not. Fuck that. It's 100 off. Wait, no, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. God damn. Is this guy serious? Fuck that. <laughs> We're literally 100 off. Like, really, Michael Porter Jr.? It has to be so expensive. God damn it. Um, oh, well. 
I probably takes that away. Fuck it, Dylan. I'm just going to go ahead and take Maxi Kleber tomorrow. You can go ahead and do whatever the fuck you want with the money. Move people around. That would, I don't care. Well, I, I think no matter what, that leaves size with the guy that he really likes. That I like? Yeah. If you put uh, Kleber at power forward, yeah. Well, I mean, you could put him at power forward too, right? You're talking about yeah, Evan it's Mobley? The same, it's, it's the same amount of guys. So go ahead. Are yeah. you talking about Evan Mobley? Yeah, you can put him at center too. It don't really matter. Yeah, you're right. Well, you know, timeout. There is a guy at 3,700. Sorry, size. Fuck your Evan Mobley take. We're going Michael Porter Jr. Who are you putting at 3,700? Same guy on the same team. So we'll get many. Jeff Green? Yeah. Boom. Look at that. This is all based on injury news. It could, or through my blind could totally be fucked by injury news, but it's not. I, I still think Jamichael Green's the better play from this Denver team for sure. Um, but if Jeff Green plays the minutes, which I assume he will, I think he'll. You know what? No, what? Screw that. Jeff Green sucks. We, you can play Mobley. We can play your Evan Mobley guy. No Cleaver and Mobley. I like it. I like it. I'm just how do you guys feel? Coming. How you guys? Uh, I mean, you really like MBJ, right? I do. I really do. He's a, he's gonna be my cash lineup for sure if Jokic is out. So I'm, I just don't like Jeff Green. He doesn't do shit. I'd rather play Jamichael. And we're literally a hundred off of that. Yeah. So. Yeah. I like this, though. Luca and Harden could both go off now. I think Luca's not going to be on the middle after he shit on people, so. All right. I'll read it back. So we got uh, Luca and James Harden, uh, Duncan Robinson, Jalen Suggs, Gary Trent, Jimmy Butler, Maxi Kleba. And Evan Mobley, and then Miles Turner is the center. Love it. Absolutely love it. We're going for super tic tac toe three in a row. It, it is super different. That uh, that very well could be a takedown lineup. That's what we do. News no falls one right. Rudy Gobert and Christian Wood today. And Julius Randle. We paid up. At, we paid up a power forward. Paid down at small uh, point guard. Which actually ended up working out for us. I mean, Brunson and um, Killian Hayes. The we we said off. Brunson is going to be. We played him because we we said if Luke has a bad game, worthy in our words. We put it in the fucking air, bro, and then we played Luca. What the fuck? And we totally predicted um, Spencer Dinwiddie being on rest. I mean, no one but us would have thought that. So, dude, that's I why mean, he's yeah, It's like it's like we recorded the pod like. As soon as Bradley Bill got hurt. Or Bradley I really wish Dinwiddie played. That would have been funny. I think Bill still would have done it when he did. But anyway, I really like that lineup for sure. 
Yeah, I like it. It's different. Something nobody else will have. No one will have them. No one's gonna have Luca. You could easily drop seventy plus. So. Yeah, I mean, just from Jimmy, Jimmy, just from Jimmy Harden and Luca, you can get damn near two hundred Fanduel points. Yeah, and they're gonna be no, no one's gonna have them. No one ever has Jimmy Butler, ever. For whatever reason, he's a good play pretty often. Yeah, for sure. He's, he's another guy that we can now. see at 10K. Oh, he oh, is, yeah. but he he's a guy that we've seen at 10K a lot. Yep. Oh, he's in a perfect matchup, too, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Anything else on this slate, fellas, before we close it down? No, I think we're good. Yeah. All right. Well, as always, we appreciate it. Uh, same time tomorrow, same channel. See you.